Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Sisters, we are building a school. That is right. We are partnering with Nguvu to build the Bright Future Academy School in Tamale, Ghana. Nguvu is the Swahili word for strength. And Nguvu Foundation aims to serve underprivileged communities in Ghana by partnering with over 1,500 women to pick and produce shea butter and its byproducts, providing them with fair pay and opportunities to support their families. These women are truly strong, capable and productive. However, sisters, we want to support them with a challenge that they face daily. Let us explain. These women are often the sole caretakers and breadwinners of their families. And due to the predominance of poverty, they do not have access to nurseries or can provide some kind of care provision for their children whilst they work. So we are building the Bright Future Academy, which is a free preschool that will provide a safe environment and a high quality education for the children of these hardworking women. Our aim is to raise 10,000 pounds in the next six months to be able to build, furnish, staff and open this school in early 2024. And we need your help to do that. So please, please donate. And you can always find out more information over at twomysisters.com or in the YouTube description or in our show notes. Help us to support our sisters in Tamale by providing their children with a quality education and a bright future. How can you have a soft life if you haven't got the wealth that is acquired with toxic hustle culture? You really need to put seven-figure energy energy. into making seven figures. The door has closed. It's finished. (laughs) Some of us are working ourselves hard into the effort for nothingness. And for far too long. For far too long. Hello and welcome to the To My Sisters podcast. I'm Renee. And I'm Courtney. And we are your online sisters and hosts of the To My Sisters podcast. Now we are all about promoting the wellness, growth and development of a community of sisters across the world. And today we are the discussing money have a mix. hello okay oh yeah how <laughs> do we straddle the two extremes that exist on the working spectrum mm. of toxic hustle culture and soft life Child. as babes who really want to build wealth okay because i think there are two different kinds of conversation or many different kind of conversations right. and we are here to address the nuances of it all because that is what we do and my key question here is yeah. actually in order to have a soft life do you need to go through a phase of toxic hustle culture mm, yes i know i know that's it's interesting good, oh, it's interesting that's a good one. well <laughs> sisters before you get into the meat and the bones of that conversation we are giving you housekeeping announcements Clean your house. the first of which is sisters we are very close to closing our goal on building this school we are well over the halfway mark and we are so appreciative of everyone who has supported this fund raiser. We are building a school in Tamale, if you didn't know, when in partnership with the Nguvu Foundation, which is led by our friend Fredita. Okay, you're going to be seeing an episode Come with her real soon so that you can get to know the team, the amazing team behind this project. And sisters, you have showed up and showed out and we cannot appreciate you enough. And if you can, if you have the capacity to please continue to donate anything that you can using the link in the description and in the show notes it is on our website here to mysisters.com forward slash donate but you can just click to make things easier for you but yeah please keep donating we are very close and we are building as we go so we'll be showing you some updates real soon next housekeeping update sisters we are traveling this year if you traveling traveling if you did not know we are soon going to be going to bali we're going to new orleans just in a couple of days a matter but at the end of the year we are going to be in ghana 
Okay, we are going to be going to check the progress of that school. It may even be nearly finished by then. That's crazy. Crazy, right? But if you would like to join us on that trip, if you would like to meet up with us during Detty December. Come on now. Yeah. Then please head to the link in the description and head to this Sorted Chalet website to be able to book your space on on the TMS trip because we want to be dancing with you, Bloomba. We want to be doing things at Oxford Street. We want to be having kebab. You're such a Ghanaian. <laughs> we want to be doing nice things, you know. We want to be going to the beach, you know, eating tilapia, all of those things. So, if you would like to join us, then please head to the link that in the description so because funny. we want to do Ghana with you. Oh, that was so romantic. Me too. I want that's, to do Ghana. That's now. my theme. Oh. Romance is me. Me, I am romance. I love it. Thank I you. Love it. I love Any it. other housekeeping stuff? I think our house is swept for now, wouldn't we? We love a clean home. Wow. Let's get into the ding, ding, ding. Dilemma. This one is kind of long, but bear with me because it's very good. Hi, sisters. I can't even begin to express how much I love you, but I really want slash need to get straight to the point. We love you. I graduated from undergrad in December of 2022, and I'll be starting law school this fall. I'm super excited for this transition. The only downside is that my boyfriend will be moving too, but to a different state than I will be going to. He accepted a really amazing job offer, and I am so proud of him, but it will suck to be a few states away. We already set up a plan for how often we will see each other and the logistics of executing the plan. Brief background. I've known him since 2019, but really started getting close in 2020 slash 2021. He liked me way before I liked him, but he was patient and passionate in his godly pursuit of me. And I eventually fell in love. We have officially been dating for about 11 months now. We come from pretty traditional Nigerian upbringings and his family really likes me. My mom likes him, but he's left to have an official meeting with my dad. They met at my graduation, but nothing formal. Him and I have always been of the understanding that we will get married after I graduate from law school in May of 2026. But that's the problem. I've been doing a lot of thinking recently, and I just don't see why we should wait so long. Should I bring it? up to him or stick to the plan i know he would be shocked to hear i want to get married sooner than we planned slash discuss but after explaining my feelings and desire to be his wife i don't think he would disagree the main problem is our families i guess i'm just scared about what they will say i'm 22 and he's 22 but our parents were already married and moving to whole new continents when they were younger than us i know without a shadow of a doubt that he is my person but is it fair to ask for marriage when I'm about to go into a lot of debt for law school while he's trying to start his life slash first real job. We are both trying our best to love each other, our families, and most importantly, God. What should I do? Now, the dilemma actually ended there. Then she sent another email. Oh no. And she was like, after I sent this message, I couldn't sleep. So I called him and just casually brought up the topic of formally telling my dad about him I told him it would likely be a serious conversation between my dad and I about where I see us going Mm. he responded by saying he was excited but that this would mean things would go faster than planned Mm. he also mentioned not wanting to feel pressured to get married Mm. I understand both sides of these things but it felt like a dagger to my chest am I crazy there's a lot I don't even know if we have enough time to really unpack everything. So I will do my best. And then courts feel free to, to chime in okay. on the bits that I don't get to cover. <laughs> but who, first of all, girl, breathe in mm-hmm. and breathe out. I know it feels like everything is coming real fast right now. And there's so many different elements to contend with, right? There mm-hmm. is the, you guys are going to be doing up long distance for a period of time. Yeah. That's really stressful. And it actually can be quite traumatic. You also have to contend with the fact that, you know, you do have this vision for your relationship in the long term, which is to get married. And now you're starting to think, ah, oh, can we do this earlier? But knowing that that will bring significant changes to timelines, um, finances, um, provision, all of that kind of stuff. And then there's also the fact that you're doing this with another human being who has probably got some thoughts that you need to be mindful of and share with Mm. and then there's the added element of family like have you really integrated into each other's family so i want to start with a deep breath Mm. breathe in and then breathe out 
first of all, I'm so happy that you found somebody that you feel aligns with your vision. You found someone that loves you and you love them. That's a beautiful thing to see. And it's always a beautiful thing to fall back on, even when it feels like there's so much going in and, you know, so much going on right now. I would definitely say continue to have conversations with your spouse around these particular topics, Mm. right? Especially the one on marriage. Um, As much of it is great that, you know, you're pretty much aligned. I wouldn't be too concerned around, like, I don't necessarily think you're crazy per se. I think, I think you're stressed. I think you're worried. um, And I think you're scared, but I don't think you're crazy. Um, I think that it's worthwhile having several conversations rather than a conversation with your spouse to really think about, okay, what's the implications for if we were to get married um, slightly earlier, what would that mean for the both of us? And are we aligned on that specifically? I think it would also warrant conversations around how both of you are feeling right now, because from your dilemma, I get a really strong sense of how you think and how you feel, but only just a minor bit of how your boyfriend feels. And so far as obviously he doesn't want to be pressured too much into um getting married before the time that he feels is is necessary or right for the both of you so I don't necessarily think you're misaligned or should be scared about the fact that he doesn't want to be under too much pressure to marry you because at the end of the day you're aligned on the fact that you want to get married Mm. it's now the question of when and when is the most appropriate for both Mm. of you considering all of the things that you need to take into consideration and considering all of the responsibilities I would also have a probing question to you insofar as Is the reason that you want to get married sooner rather than later genuinely because you think that it would work or is it also being underpinned by the nervousness around having a long uh, a long distance relationship for mm. a period of time because oftentimes when there are significant changes to a dynamic or when there are really really big things happening in our lives it can influence us to think and this is not necessarily a bad thing it's just something to consider um it can provoke, uh, oh my gosh, how are we going to stay together? The best way is to get married. But is that the most sensible thing to do right now? So I think it's worth having multiple conversations with your partner, really um, ascertaining how do you feel that you mentioned that you have a plan as well around how you're going to navigate long distance relationships. Mm-hmm. Make no mistake, long distance is hard, especially if you're the kind of person that has gotten used to seeing your partner quite often um, and you really enjoy having them around plan aside it's difficult to go significant amount of time without seeing your partner at least face to face so I think whilst you do have a plan being honest around how this is going to affect your relationship is super super important and having those multiple conversations because I promise you these kind of things they don't always just come out in like the one conversation right and I think even that right the whole feeling of fear from the one conversation that you had with your boyfriend I think probe a little bit deeper and really Mm. understand what are the pressures that he may feel as a result of um, starting to bring those timelines a bit forward Mm. right and really be honest around like you know, how is this impacting his finances? How is this impacting his mental health? And really like get a picture of what your partner is thinking and yeah. feeling too, so that you can take that into consideration. Now, the point that you made on, you know, obviously your family, in your family, you have like mothers, fathers and aunties and uncles who, you know, at their age, they were getting married in their twenties and whatnot and going to whole continents. That's really nice, girl, but that was definitely them. And I think it's really important. I genuinely think it's important to take stock of your own situation. And that will allow you to get the most people that you love on board. Mm. Taking into consideration what is the current state of affairs Mm -hmm. for you. Perhaps in their time, that was normal. Mm -hmm. But right now, as you mentioned... You guys are both moving away to do things. You're literally at the start, the apex of your careers. So it may actually not work out in the way that you want it to um, in terms of those timelines. Mm. Um, If you are aligned in terms of you both, you know, taking that, that leap that that I wouldn't say risk, it's more of a leap, I would say Mm. it is being realistic around, Okay, if we were to get married, would we compromise and have, for example, in the nitty gritty, a smaller wedding as opposed to a bigger one, thinking about your finances, um, a registry wedding as opposed to a big, big wedding for now yeah. until you can decide to do um, that kind of stuff. And then also is the like you being married, how will that impact the long distance relationship that you would still have exactly. to have, right? So even if you were to get yeah, married, exactly. right? Like, are you not still going to be mm. apart in this some way? You know what I mean? <laughs> so it may like put a cap to it and mm. have you thinking, okay, now that we're married, like we will need to move in together and like yeah. live together. But don't think that getting married will solve the issues that you have around your long distance relationship or the pressures that you may have from family members. So again, 
really think about it, really have conversations with your partner to outline the plan and really be honest about the feelings of like trepidation or nervousness that you feel around this and what it is prompting from, from you. Because sometimes it actually takes your partner really reassuring you and saying, look, I still really want to marry you. And from what you've said around your partner being in godly pursuit, he's been consistent. There's nothing that has shown you, at least from the dilemma, that this is the kind of guy that will say, I don't want to marry you yeah. for a reason that doesn't make sense. Yeah. So I think really giving him the benefit of the doubt and working things out with him mm. as opposed to just presenting, this is what I want, what do you think? Yeah. I think would be really, really helpful. And then also thinking about the the comfort levels with like family and, and all that kind of stuff. As much as they were, you know, getting married and all that kind of stuff really, really quickly, your family actually don't know this man. So I understand why they may be like, whoa, let's actually get to know him and have him integrate into our family a bit before we think about marriage. And I think because of the, not the age, but the life stage that Mm. you guys are at right now, I can anticipate that you may have a a few family members that may be telling you like, girl, you might want to hold off a little bit and let's figure, right, let's let's figure things out. Um, So yeah, in conclusion, you're not crazy. I think you are a little bit scared and nervous, Mm -hmm. which makes sense. Um, and sending more power to you and more love. But I think it requires you proactively engaging in conversations, multiple conversations Mm. with your partner to hash out a plan to really think about, okay, what's the end goal? Can the end goal move forward a bit? And if it does move forward, what are the realistic implications and what are the sacrifices you Mm. may have to make? And also thinking about ways that you can overcome the fear or the nervousness that you may have around having a long distance relationship for a period of time. Yeah. Is what I would say, but Miss yeah, Courtney, I completely agree. I completely agree with all of it. Um, I know that you mentioned that you have, you know, a plan with each other, but also that you're both trying to really please God in your relationship. And I, I think there's an element when you are young and you're really maybe waiting mm. to get married to do certain things like girl have sex Hello. or um explore the world with each other or just do life with each other i mm. think there's an excitement that comes with young love and then when you're trying to honor god on top of it it may feel like there's now a temptation yeah. that comes during the waiting stage um and you're trying to now move past that and i want to address that because be careful that you do not sign yourself up to something permanent in haste mm. right because if you are trying to if you're trying to date in a godly way you're going to be trying to have a godly marriage right which means you're going to try to be making this thing work forever right and for the rest of your life is a really big commitment to make and I do understand the whole well when my parents were my age they were making you know much tougher decisions they were moving around the world they were having kids and all of that but that was a different time number one and I think it's important to also remember that your parents were in agreement with each other to Mm. now do life with one another so they were moving countries together they were having kids together they were doing this thing where it's like we're young but as long as we're in agreement and we're in partnership we can do this thing together right Right now you and your partner are not necessarily together and it may be tempting to think that if we get married it will now force a togetherness Mm. in our decision making but you are at we're living in a world number one which encourages young people to actually be selfish in a good way um which is you know pursue your personal development your career development before you really start thinking about building a family if you're going to do things sustainably because you're both at this very early yeah. stage of your careers or your education um or in your case in terms of furthering your education if you get married he's going to either have to leave this job offer or you're right. going to have to find a new law school right. that decision though it may be tempting to think that it solves everything it actually now creates more questions for you to answer more decisions for you to make which may even be equally as hard um and may lead to some kind of regret if mm. you are both not fully committed to getting married and both as equally as excited about getting married right now and so I would be careful in thinking that oh well if we get married it will actually solve everything it actually won't it will just cause a different set of issues I wouldn't even call them problems it's just more so now okay where are you gonna work where are we gonna live can we actually afford this whilst I'm going to law school would that then result in you not going to law school and I do think that getting in debt is you know it's a big deal when so many of us are dealing with the realities of student debt and you may want to work for a little bit because marriage also comes with pressures Mm. which is financially how we actually going to be able to survive especially if we do not have the help of our parents right 
you're now signing yourself up to be a real grown-up, to do things on your own, to be independent. And that means that you're going to have to do real grown-up things. And if you're studying and he's just getting on his feet with his career, it may be difficult. It's not impossible, but it also will require one of you not going to the states that you intend to go in. Because I don't think you're trying to get married to live long distance yeah you might as well just do that in a relationship i actually think the time that you'll spend in law school 2026 seems far but it's three years away three years can really zoom past Mm -hmm. and also it doesn't stop you from getting married in one or two years like mid law school it's not like if we don't get married now we have to get married in 2026 Mm -hmm. there are a whole bunch of years in between that where you may decide actually you're on your feet with your career law school is really going well for me maybe he gets a job opportunity closer to where you're doing law school there are so many different ways this thing can turn out which would make it work a lot more comfortably than just rushing it and then causing more issues for yourself in the present and in the future Mm -hmm. um and so yeah just really consider the cost of what it is you're trying to sign up for because it's not just about all the you know I'm in love and this is exciting and we're young let's do something actually there's a reality to the choices that you make and I think Mm -hmm. your parents will probably highlight that reality to you and it may feel like they're actually coming against you Mm -hmm. but they're not they actually have your best interest at heart and I think 22 is quite young not to say that you couldn't do it I think you could any whatever you set your mind to you can do but we're living in a economic times, work situations, education situations. Girl, I don't think this is the the route that you should go down per se. Mm. But I also agree, you're not crazy. If I was in your situation, I'd be thinking the exact, exact same, same thing. thing yeah. The exact same thing. But I think it requires thank you for asking us to even give our input but it does require that external step or that person looking externally who can take a step back and look at things quite objectively and be like actually as a strategy this might not be the best one and so yeah I do want to highlight that thing I was saying about your parents you know moving to different countries when they were your age there is such a great power in being in agreement with someone Mm. and so if you and your partner are not in agreement about this plan but you have agreement about another plan I would go the route on which you both agree so that you can both put your effort towards Towards it it. um and that's the one that will really last the test of time if you you know if he does feel pressured if he doesn't feel like he's fully committed to this decision but because he loves you and he cares and he knows eventually he wants to marry you he then rushes into this you may find that you're both in this situation not wholeheartedly um and that that's a challenging place to be in as well when you're newly married and young. So girl, we know it's a confusing time. You are absolutely not crazy. And we're wishing you all the best, but we do probe you to move forward in wisdom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And hope that when he does eventually meet your dad, that goes well as well. Yeah. He sounds like an an upright chap. Yeah. Well, into today's conversation, money half a man. Oh, we do. So the reason why I wanted to have this conversation was because I have experienced, and I think we both have like the two sides of, well, I'm working really hard. And when we say toxic hustle culture, we are talking more so, more than just working your normal job. It's more so I'm working around the clock, yeah, right? Everything neck. that I do is monetized. I'm working real hard. Like this is real grinding and grafting. This is not just, oh, you know, I work. This is, I'm working. Yeah, I'm working. I'm plowing the land. <laughs> I am plowing everything that I can do to amass money, amass capital, build my network, yeah, yeah. Um, build wealth. I am doing it. And it may result in, you know, 12 16 hour days working a really you know demanding job Mm. with that in mind so we're talking specifically about like really working crazy like on the more extreme end in order to achieve success or build wealth and then you've got the other side of the spectrum which is soft life and listen I cannot come and die okay you kind of take a more restful approach to your career development Um, yeah (laughs) and to your life in general where you don't you still work most likely because we're living in a world where everything is crazy expensive Mm. but you still work but you're kind of like "Mm, my success will come to me um and I'll make it work without having to kind of you know graft this hard in a way that's almost killing me and I think that's also something that's very understandable especially when you're tired and burnt out right 
And so now you're left with two approaches to life and two approaches to building wealth, especially as babes in their 20s who are now thinking about the future Mm. and all of that stuff. All these factors now amalgamate to bring a very interesting conversation to the table, which is, well, how can you have a soft life if you haven't got the wealth that is acquired with toxic hustle culture? Or do we completely unsubscribe from toxic hustle culture and then say goodbye to our traditional ideas of success Mm. and wealth building, Mm -hmm. right? This was probed not only from my own personal experience and the questions I've had, but I saw two posts on Instagram from two entrepreneurs I follow who are very, which were very interesting. They're both really inspirational to me. The first one was Maya Elias, who is like a, she's an entrepreneur, a career coach, like, She's absolutely dope. Yeah. And she, in 2020, built a company which made um, like seven figures. She did really, really well. And the following year, like multiple seven figures, the following year, she barely hit that seven figure Mm. mark. And she was like, it was because she completely unsubscribed from toxic hustle culture, um, culture, right? She was taking care of herself. Her value was no longer wrapped up in working crazy hours and crazy hard. Um, and she would, she just had to be okay with the fact that she ended up making less money. Mm. And so now she's talking about kind of not soft life, but soft life. And then you've got another insp- uh, inspirational entrepreneur to me, Tim Armu, yeah, who was the yeah, founder yeah. of Fanbytes, who mm. then posted a conversation he had with his friend, which was that a lot of the entrepreneurs who will be like, oh, you don't have to work so hard, like, you know, rest, wellness, da, 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 are BSing you because they've already amassed their wealth oh, fine, through toxic fine, hustle fine, culture, fine. right? So then that brought me to my final question, which I'm going to probe to you. Is it that toxic hustle culture is the prerequisite to living a soft life? Because then even in Maya's case, yeah. you've already made the seven figures, yeah. which means you actually have the cushion maybe of being able to live a soft life. Let us explore the nuances. Let us explore the nuances. So the first thing that we need to do when we explore nuances, Mm. and you know, as somebody that loves writing and is an essayist, true and true, we need to really inspect our definitions Mm. here. So when we say soft life, we often mean, and this is the thing, right? We love to say, you know, soft life means X for, you know, somebody, whatever. You have to define your own soft life. Yeah. For the majority of people, I feel like soft life has started to mean kind of like, not just taking care of yourself, but just having access to specific things, being able to reclaim your time a lot more, being able to invest in things that are a bit higher in value, expensive. Um, Those are the kind of things that are often synonymous with soft life. If that's your definition of soft life, then soft life necessitates some degree of working very, very hard, right? So if we want, everything works, it makes me think of energy balance, Mm. right? For every... um, action there's a reaction and usually for every um action there is an equal and proportionate um action um reaction right depending on the extremity of the soft life that you wish to lead it requires that same energy on the other right. side of the equation right which is why with somebody like is it maya maya yeah with somebody like maya for her to be able to lead the whole like soft life and like taking care of herself in that particular way yeah. it required her to scale back in terms of that, like the the energy that she would have put towards that specific goal around making the money. Mm. Whereas in the year before where she's like making the seven figures, right? You really need to put seven figure energy Energy. into making seven figures. There's nothing that, there's no, I can't, I can't (laughs) run away from doing that. Do you know what I mean? It's quite simple. Um, And this is where the sticking point comes. Mm Depending on the extremity of the soft life that you wish to lead, you need to put that same extremity in energy in the work that you put in. Right. And I think it's the whole like trying to come to terms with what level of extremity are you willing to put in? Right. Are you willing to do you want the extremity of soft life where you are on a yacht somewhere where you're not thinking about, you know, how much things cost or you're having the expensive holidays because Everything has a cost. Mm. I once came across a really great um, phrase ages ago that was, if something is free, it's actually not free. It just Mm -hmm. means somebody else has paid the cost Mm -hmm. for it. Whether that be in labor, um, time, money, 
everything has a cost yeah. and soft life as beautiful and wonderful it as it is to be able to um lead a quote-unquote soft life that also has a cost yeah that is associated with it and i've seen that in my own life mm-hmm. you've seen that in your life I we've seen indeed. it in our joint life together some of the yeah. our biggest wins were definitely necessitated by working hard mm. this is not to say though i think <laughs> The nuances need to be brought in insofar as how often are you going to live in the extremity? Right. Because we can't live right. in the extremities, right. right? So even when we think about toxic hustle culture, yes, there will be seasons. Yes, there will be moments where you have to work really hard to get a specific result. However, where the nuance is needed is understanding that you can't live in those extremities mm. forever. So even when we're thinking about like, oh, you have to, you know, toxic hustle culture and stuff like that, you have to subscribe to it. Yes, you do in a way, like you do have to hustle and you do have to hustle hard, but you don't have to hustle hard all the time. And it doesn't have to be toxic. It doesn't have to be toxic either. Like even when we think about like toxicity, what that really means, for a lot of people, it means the sleepless nights. For a lot of people, it means not even the 12 or 16 hour days. It means you ain't sleeping. You actually just, yeah, I've, I've let go of sleep. I sleep maybe three or four hours. It means taking the caffeine pills or having mm. the iced latte, the fifth iced latte mm, of, the, of day. the day. At 8 p.m. It means having the, the energy drinks, mm. right? It means not going to your friend's birthday parties yeah. or the weddings or whatever you've been um, enjoying as part of your social life. It means forfeiting that. And this is where balance is needed and necessary because in order to really lead a life that you genuinely enjoy, because this is also another thing, right? Enjoyment. Like it's almost, when we have these conversations, it's like, oh, you can't enjoy anything yeah. for like five years no. until you've built this company. And give me the Netflix password. Give it to give me Give me now. the avocados. It's a... <laughs> Yo. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody cannot they enjoy said, again. You know what I mean? I can't have an... If I want to buy a house, I can't have an avocado. No. Uh, no. No. Ah, no. 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 Because Either that's avocado. too soft life. Yeah, it is. You're too soft. Yeah. Like this avocado, yeah, you're too soft. You're too soft. Um, But it's really understanding that, yes, there will be seasons that necessitate extremities, Mm. but you can't live there. Yeah. And you can't live there forever. Yeah. Because I think, and that's also another conversation to be had, right? The extremity of your soft life, it doesn't have to be that extreme. Depending on the things that you actually want for your life, you don't have to make the seven figures to lead a fulfilling soft life. You don't have to. Yes, there is a compromise insofar as that energy. But if you're trying to look for a a place in life where that soft life allows you to achieve everything that you actually want. And that's the the key here, really understanding what a soft life look like for you. Because like, for example, for me, I don't want to like, I don't need to make eight figures to feel like I've fulfilled, I'm fulfilled in life, right? Yeah. I don't need to make billions and billions of pounds of money to So it's more the, so, sorry, go on. It's more so a personalized take yeah. on what is soft life for you. Well, and what then, is success? Exactly, what is success? Life, yeah. And then also being willing to put in the work to achieve that yeah. specific level of success and also not feeling pressured into thinking yeah. that you have to put in this specific yeah. level of extremity to get the result that you actually exactly. desire because it would be an energy imbalance anyways. anyways. And also think about who you're taking a lot of this. Ad- Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Advice from as mm. well. A lot of people give advice being very well intentioned and they're actually sharing the reality of their lived experience, yeah. which is great and it's necessary. However, as we always say on this podcast, take it with a pinch of salt. Apply it. Wow, the girls be having hypertension these yeah, days. Right. A pinch of salt. Just a pinch of salt. Soon it's going to be a whole spoonful and then they're going to be at the doctors. They'll be like, who did? Do my sisters. Us. 
<laughs> kept on telling me about pinches of salt. But really, like taking stock of your life mm, and mm, applying mm. not necessarily the exact example, but yeah. the principle to good, your life, right? Good. You don't have to be this person. You don't have to be like yeah. this person, but you can take, you can draw inspiration yes, from them yes. and then apply it in its correct, meaningful context really to your life. That's really good. I completely agree. I think, and the reason why I wanted to have this conversation is we can often because of social media, right. we can often find ourselves being so attuned to somebody's life story exactly. and thinking that we have to replicate that as a life model, right? Like uh, if I want to have success like Maya or success like Tim, I have to do exactly what they've done. But then the first question you have to ask yourself is, is that actually what you want? I think social media has done a number in defining what success should be and right. what success should look like. But actually sometimes what somebody else has achieved is not your calling. And that means it's not success to you. Like someone like Tim has built, has sold companies for like eight figures, right? How many of us are realistically actually going to do that? But he releases content, which is for people who desire that right. and think that that's exactly. actually the meaning of success for them. Someone like Maya, the people who follow her are probably right. people who Yes, they're trying to build a business and they're trying to do it effectively, but maybe the eight figures isn't their goal. Maybe for them, it's like, I'll be happy with 700K. Or I'll be happy with 200K. Do you get what I mean? And I think it's really curating your feed to be aligned with what it is you desire out right. of life. And it doesn't mean that you can't, because we all follow celebrities. Well, right, yeah, the majority right. of us follow celebrities and people who are living lifestyles, which we may never actually want. And we know that we can make that um, differentiation. But I think we need to be teaching ourselves mm -hmm. to make that differentiation actively when mm -hmm. we start seeing normal people right where it's yeah. like oh they're doing things like this they just bought this i should be buying that or i should be living like this by this age and someone who i love who kind of talks about this very like i know what i want and you can't really tell me anything about it is lamade lamade mm. elizabeth is very much like i know the goals i actually have for my life right. And so soft life or that kind of content or the people who put out those kinds of advice, it's not for me because it's not actually in alignment with what I want, right? right? I want to be a millionaire by this age. I want to have done X, Y, Z. This is my strategy for wealth. But a lot of us haven't taken that intentional and directive approach to be like, actually, what do I want, right? And based on what I want, this is what's actually important to me. And these are the people who align with that, who I want to be exposed to. And so we have to be careful to really not think that just because somebody is doing x i now have to do x right. in order to be perceived as successful especially if that's not in alignment with your actual view of success and what you want for your life you're not following someone in order to become them mm. you're following somebody to draw value from their content whatever that can be right and as someone who's experienced this in real life, I can definitely say, do not be hoodwinked and baboozled to thinking that toxic hustle culture is the way or soft life is the way. Most of us exist somewhere in the middle and in the gray, which is exactly what you've just described. Like oftentimes, if you follow one extreme, you're going to find yourself dealing with some some quite harsh consequences. Right. If you're doing soft life to the extreme and you don't have a full picture of what goes into building a soft life, you may wind up in debt. You may find yourself, no, for real. You may wind up in debt. You may find yourself you, broke. They'll you may find you in the bathtub. With your with champagne. Bath, oh yeah, with the bathtub. But the lights aren't on. <laughs> because you have candles. nobody. They got candles around, so that's fine. Mm, it's a fine Natural hazard. life is. It's a fine hazard. Soft life. Um, but I find that like, if you don't illustrate the full picture and you actually don't show what's behind the content, yeah. people can get the wrong idea, right, right? right? And something that kind of, I can say from my own personal experience that made me want to like, explore this question more was even when I went on my gap year and I was doing soft life to the core that gap year for me was soft life personified I said whoa from country to country Screaming. it was great I was having a conversation with someone recently and they were like oh my gosh that must have been so great like um I really want to like do something like that and I was like but firstly the only work. thing that made that happen was because I was working like a dog. You have to work. I was working like a Put slave. In the hours. You got to make I money. I was working like a criminal. You have to make money. You have to make the cash. <laughs> 
You have to make the cash and you have to save the cash in order to pay that. But you have to, in order to do that, because that soft life meant that I was saying no to certain things, career progression, working and making money actively at the time. Right. And I think that's another context that people don't have, which is the people who you're admiring have actually lived a life which you haven't lived yet, which has meant they, they can position themselves to do this thing and not have crazy consequences Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so to the for the girls who are young particularly who are watching women in their 30s their 40s do the soft life thing and thinking right i want to do that and thinking you can do that now remember that those women have 10 years 20 years of career experience and savings and maybe have even got assets already like maya for example who i find really inspiring has worked to a place where she owns her house she doesn't have like crazy debts she's doing her i'm not there yet right so if I now think oh I need to live just like her right now I will miss out on a lot of the things that I may need to acquire in order to do that comfortably and then I'll look back in my life and there'll be no one to blame for the fact that I didn't actually reach my full potential I did not reach the level of wealth or success that I actually desired to reach in the first place and that was all on me because I didn't contextualize the fact that a lot of what is behind the retirement or behind the slowing down are people who have just been running for a hundred miles per hour and now are slowing down but you haven't ran you haven't even started and the thing is I think also being aware of what context you're dealing with because a lot of soft life content or a lot of like especially for women is being perpetrated by people that have access to wealth of other people yeah many 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 of us are this we're starting from the ground up and we don't have the luxury you know what i mean like really inspect the content that you are taking in and consuming because there are also relative privileges that people have access to that are allowing them to achieve soft life a lot quicker and a lot more easily yeah and that's not a bad thing and not Mm to shoot i would love to have an endowment of one million dollars Ten billion dollars. If anybody is listed to this and you're looking for an inher- somebody to inherit your estate, look. Personally, I think I have the capacity. I too. A hundred percent. If you would like both of us, our names fact, are even in the description. There we go. If you would like so, to sow into us, a hundred percent. I genuinely think that we are probably the best investment. Because I completely agree. We will give you returns. We like, won't squander it. We won't squander that much. Maybe just a little bit. We won't squander Too all of much, it. Just no. maybe 10% of it we'll take with us to Mexico. There we go. But aside from that, we, we are will, trustworthy people. We will, right. We are for impact. We we, mm. we invest in the impact of mm. women. We, mm. we care actively about women. And, and that starts with taking care of us as women 100%. in Mexico. Tulum, because to be how can specific. you pour out when you're empty? Exactly. So if you would like to fill our accounts. Thank you. We are happy for you. you to put us on if that dotted line. If you're an heiress, an heir, and you're looking for a another prince. area. If you're a pri- if mm. you're royalty, in and fact, if you're looking for a child, we're here. <laughs> I could be Our parents gonna be looking at this podcast like, excuse me. My mom would send me there. I'm screaming. You're right. You're actually right. <laughs> you're actually right. So if you are looking for two young women that are in their prime, and please, nothing crazy, nothing crazy, and no sugar daddies. We don't want that because we don't give sugar sugar-free baby unfortunately we, we have spartan. the only fathers we have are our earthly fathers and, and our, our heavenly, heavenly one. one so did you say we give <laughs> <laughs> we give a spartan we give stevia <laughs> we give stevia <laughs> <laughs> do you know how that is <laughs> no we give this the sugar-free sugar child we could give you the word of jesus um <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, I think, and I think also our relationship with hard work, right? Yeah. Because hard work is necessary. You can't run away from it. It's a principle of life. I think many of, of us, exactly. It's a principle of life. And hard work and discipline is what will get you to the mm. place that you want to be. Good. Nothing that is worth having does not require hard work. Yeah. From um, relationships to the body that you want to the career that you want, it all necessitates an element of work. Work is a fundamental principle. Of course, the work that we've been given on this earth, sometimes I look and say, God, you paid it all on the cross. Why are we still working? Why but am I last... still getting invoiced for stuff? Do you know what I mean? I said, Did y'all not take the invoice to the cross? <laughs> this, is the this is the blood. Can you imagine? <laughs> it's the blood. <laughs> the bailiffs, Make your direct debit is trying to go through. Make so, why work. are you not paying this? If I, if I suggest I that you would open up the Bible? word. Yeah. <laughs> Matthew, if you look at the chapter of Matthew, you will, find there, you will find there what you're looking for. It is finished. It didn't start with me. 
the door has closed. It's finished. <laughs> it is done. It's been done for over 2,000 years and you're How still looking that? for me. Get oh, caught that up. That is so funny. Um, our relationship and transforming our relationship with hard work. Mm. Again, the extremes. Yeah. We have become people that either we don't want to work at all or yeah. we must work until we feel like we are working hard. Yeah. I think a lot of people don't have a good gauge as to what hard work actually looks mm. like. And hard work doesn't necessarily mean that you need to be sick. Like it doesn't mean, I feel like we use the the indicators of hard work that we use can be so, so harmful, right? It's a, oh, I've put in a long shift, therefore I've worked hard or I'm no longer sleeping very well, so yeah. I've worked hard. Or And the thing is, there's so many other proxy indicators that can, you can use to really mm. see if your work is working. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You can look at the results. Okay, did I get the results that I want? No. Okay, we need to change the way that I'm working. Good. Or um, am I working consistently? That's a great indicator of work hard. working hard. You don't have to be putting in the long hours. You yeah. can be putting in a couple of hours consistently. That's working hard. Mm. Thinking about intensity as well. Now, you don't need to break your head. You don't need to be staring at the screen for like 12, 16 hours. But are you actually like focusing when you have the dedicated right. times of deep work? Right? right. Are you getting things finished when you said that you would get them finished? Those can be some really great indicators of whether you're working hard. It doesn't have to be metrics like I am. Um, it doesn't need to solely be metrics that cause you to actually neglect your wellness. Yeah. It can be indicators that really cause you to reflect on the quality of the work that yeah. you're actually putting out and reflecting on the output. And then also thinking about combining working hard with working smart. Mm. And that's where you will find the balance between actually enjoying your yeah. life and then actually working hard and being Such disciplined. Again, the balance. Yeah. Just because you're working hard doesn't mean you have to skip out on the weddings. Yes. It may be that you have to work a little bit more flexibly mm. and maybe make up some of the hours over the weekend. But it doesn't mean that you can't go and see, for example, your friends just had a baby. Yeah. Make some time. This is the thing about adulting and life. Yeah. It will be a constant negotiation. There will never be a point where you have really arrived, quote unquote. There will never be a point where you got it. There mm. will be some seasons where things are working well for you, but they will constantly need fine tuning, adjustment changes and sometimes you will be on the extremity of oh actually i'm gonna find myself working a little bit longer for yeah. these particular days for this season yeah that's another thing that i would recommend i people was literally to do. gonna say that having finite seasons, seasons okay it's okay like when i think of folks that are studying for exams or you know yeah. when you're doing a course or whatever what gets most people through is putting an end time finite season i'm gonna be on this course for two years I'm going to have exams at this particular time. I'm going to be revising or yeah. I'm going to have to struggle with this for a finite season of time. Yeah. Some of us are working ourselves hard into the ether for nothingness. And for far too long. For far too for long. Far too have long. some targets, have yeah. some timelines and have some deadlines. A hundred When is this going to end? And I think it even speaks to our good sis in the um, dilemma, mm -hmm. right? Around timelines yeah. and really having finite times. If it's you good. are in the long distance relationship, for example, when is the deadline for this long distanceness? And we're going to be working towards that. And we are going to, even if it yeah. is three years, at least I know it's going to end here. Yeah, I really love that you brought up seasons because you have to use your seasons strategically. I think especially when you are young and you have the energy to, Boy. what would be toxic working could just be youthful exuberance. Right. Like I actually have the zeal and the energy and the physical capability, right? To actually work crazy hours. I remember when I was a teenager, sometimes going to work, going to sleep, sorry, at 3 a.m. and waking up at like six, it was calm. You feel yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah. 26? Baby, we don't do that over here no more. 10 p.m. I, I don't need to see you. thinking I need to see Peter at no, the gates of heaven. I'm dead. <laughs> Clearly, that's what this feeling Paul, is. Is that Death. true, brother? Death is what wow, this feels like. So and so also realizing that sometimes you do need to capitalize on the seasons you have, Absolutely. which is that if you are in your early twenties, maybe this is not the season, the best, the best use of this stage of your life may not be soft life mm. and enjoying the fruits of your labor because one, the fruits may not actually be there and you may be ripping them out prematurely because it's right. not their season to be harvested, but also two, the best use of the season may actually be to be working really hard because you may not feel the effects of it as others would. And also I find that what you don't do now, inevitably you will have to do at some point, exactly. right? So if you decide that this is the stage where you're going to be, you know, I'm going to be living it up. I'm going to be living my soft mm -hmm. life. Okay, but the hard work is now just shifted. It's now displaced to another time, another season, but it will roll around. And you cannot... Will 
completely avoid the reality of the fact that you will have to work hard at some stage of your life if you want to set yourself up for a good future, which then brings us to the question of what does wealth, what does success and what does the future look like for you? And you actually have to define that for yourself. Um, And I love that you brought up working smarter because I think what people actually need to recognize is that sometimes you have to work hard because you haven't got the resources to work smart. So for example, as you acquire more wealth and Mm -hmm. as you acquire more capital, you actually are acquiring a resource, which means that especially in the areas of entrepreneurship, but just in life in general, you can actually acquire things that will help you do things in a more optimized and systemized way, which then means you are working less hard, but maybe making just as much money or making even more money at a faster rate because you've actually gotten the systems you've gotten the resources you've gotten the help but often what what is what necessitates that Mm. is having resources in the first place and oftentimes all we have when you don't come from a privileged background is our ability to work like our labor and our ability to exchange our time for money right and so realistically you may have to be working really hard before you can get to that point where you can work really smart. And that's okay. That's actually the reality of life for the majority of people. Um, And I think we we need to also like remove this... um, this investment we have in vanity metrics or the obsession we have in vanity metrics, which is by this age, I must have this house or this car or this X, Y, Z. The fulfillment won't even come from that more time. I'm telling you, you'll get there. Half of the things, even when I think of like some of the achievements that we've made, it's like, yeah, these are great. And I'm really happy. And I feel like we fulfilled them, but it's like, your joy doesn't come from just the achievement itself, right? Because there will always be other things to achieve. You'll quickly find yourself, even when you like, for example, Get the house, yeah. become a house a homeowner. That's great. But there's still other things to do. 100%. You may want to, oh, now I've gotten the house. I want to get like five houses. Yeah. Or like, oh, now I've gotten the car. Actually, I want a better car. And it's like, there will always be stages ahead of the stage that you're pining for. Exactly. So when we say really enjoy the journey and really enjoy the transformation that is actually wielded yeah. in you, really enjoy that because achievements are relatively arbitrary. Mm. But the journey is not. Yeah. And the person that you become as a result is a resource in of itself. That's good. Like, and I love what you were saying insofar as like, don't delay the hard work Mm-mm. because if you delay the hard work, the hard work will be harder. Listen. You will have more responsibilities. You will have more Facts. bills. You will have more things to do. You will have less time. Facts. So if you can work hard now, work hard now. Yeah. Do it. Literally. And also try and choose things that you enjoy. That don't I feel love, like work. That One thing I love about Courtney is Courtney will not do work that she does not like. Better say it again. It's my life motto. <laughs> one thing Courtney ain't gonna ever do. <laughs> I never seen her put her hands up more than... <laughs> No, I ain't never, never seen for more than like two weeks. This baby will be, I don't like it. I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not doing it. And I know that it's difficult for some people to yeah. do. So for as mm. much as much as you can, try to do things that are yeah. either, either relatively easy for you to do, or you have you're you know particularly skilled in some way, mm. or work that doesn't necessarily always feel like work. Because yes. you will always have to work, but just because you work hard doesn't mean that you won't enjoy it. Yeah. I think of something like for me, the gym. Like the gym is hard. There will be death times where I'm in the gym and I'm yeah. like, why am I here? Yeah. Like, it hurts, but I enjoy it. Yes. So finding work that you enjoy yeah. is really important because whilst it may not always transform the fact that may, sometimes it will feel like you're working, 100%. but you will enjoy it and 100%. it's fulfilling. And it means that you enjoy your present rather than being lost in this mm. future and lost in the, oh, but I'm pining for this particular achievement. Yeah. It means that you actually enjoy the process yeah. and you're more likely to stick to it. Exactly. It helps you to endure. Like endurance is a really big thing and it's not just about your stamina doing something it's about your willingness to actually remain in that flow and remain in that place of working really hard and yeah really liking what you do actually helps your endurance massively um the other thing that I was going to say is when it comes down to 
this whole conversation, no one should actually be able to dictate to you what your life should look like and what your work should look like. This is something that you should decide for yourself. And I think the earlier you do it, the better. Um, But one thing I will say is as you are on your wealth building journey, particularly, you need to think about all the different strategies Mm. that could go into making that happen. Because I find that toxic hustle culture is something we hear a lot about in the entrepreneurship space. And being an entrepreneur is not for everybody. And so that whole like working around the clock, oftentimes it's because you are probably starting up a company Mm. and you do not have the investment or the money to be able to hire a team so now you are doing the role of four different people right but entrepreneurship is not the calling of everyone right and so really pay attention to yourself and think do i want to go down the business route because this is what i could be signing myself up for or is my strategy to building wealth working a really high flying job and then being able to pay for properties, right? And then they will give me rental income. In that case, I need to assert myself in this way, succeed in your job. But for some people, wealth looks like being able to travel with my family or being able to retire by 30. Or for Mm. some, it's just being able to have a weekend, do my nice bath and have the evenings to myself. For some people, wealth looks like I'm not selling my soul to a system, right? And they use that lingo. And it's like, you know what, actually, do you and pursue whatever that looks like for you and they wouldn't even call that soft life they'll just call that i don't know divesting from like capitalism and all of that stuff so i think we also need to be careful not to paint this universal marker of this is what success looks like Mm -hmm. because even those two examples of people i've given they are entrepreneurs entrepreneurship is not for everybody number one number two soft life is often perpetrated perpetrated by people who want to live a particular kind of lifestyle and you shouldn't actually have to live that lifestyle if you don't want it the whole nice bags flying here flying there define what your soft life is for yourself and for some people they don't even want a soft life because to them the hardship of life not in a negative sense but the hardship of life is what makes it worthwhile and so if for you you actually want to apply yourself to things which are difficult to do, then do that as well. You have freedom. Some right? of the soft life that some of y'all live in is funded by drug dealers too. So really think about the hard that you want to do. I think about, you know... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the truth. I think about things like power, snowfall. These are things I've been watching recently and I'm just like, wow. But even that, pick your heart. They have and I, been... Not that we're saying that you should get into the drug. No, 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 no. This is not a um, ad for drug dealing. No, 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 no. (laughs) No, I'm just saying because I think of like the soft life that's portrayed even there in TV shows, right? And then the almost romanticization of the criminal underworld, right? We see soft life, but do you really know what some people have to do to get that soft that life? That glamorous They're soft hard, life. Baby. I remember that first opening scene of Power. James St. Patrick was there at the club with his nice suit and he went downstairs to, uh, to reveal somebody. his vest to go and punch somebody's face. <laughs> I said, good Lord, somebody. soft life is not soft. This is hard. This is real The trials tough. and tribulations of some of them drug dealers, exactly. I'll tell you. Exactly. You have to know what you're signing up for. And I love that you brought up, you're going to have to do the hard work at some point sorry I brought that up sorry I love that you touched on um, the fact that you have to pick when you do the hard work because one thing my dad always used to say and I grew up with this is Courtney do the hard work now and I'm so thankful that like it was something he instilled in my brain because especially as someone who is very prone to procrastination anyone who procrastinates can tell you once you finally come around to doing the thing the amount of regret you feel around how much time you let pass not doing it Mm. it's absolutely crazy and so if I would advise anything to my sisters do the hard work now right anything you can do to set yourself up for the future just do it think about the people that bought houses back in the 60s them houses were worth maybe they paid 5k for it and now they're sitting on millions because they invested early and sometimes you have to treat your life that way be an early investor. There we go. Do the hard work as early as possible mm-hmm. and it will actually compound. And then occasionally enjoy the, the avocado sandwiches and not even occasionally. Coffees. If you can afford to do it all the time, do it all the time. Honestly and truly, because I'm all if it's in your budget. If it's in your budget. If it's not, we'll work. Let's we work. We will tweak back, you know. Let's work a bit. Cut Don't be in the road. Yeah. Sometimes Living a soft life yeah. requires you to be creative. It does. And it doesn't mean that you have to have all of this money to live the it soft does, life. Yeah. Have the perks in life that you want. So if you do want the avocado sandwiches, maybe you have to start buying the avocados and making them at home. There you go. Like for me, for example, one thing that we're going to have in this house is chicken wings. A hundred percent. 
the thing about Wingstop, though, baby, you guys are a little, you know, pricey because cost of living I mean, crisis. I care. Nice, the food is great. We enjoy it. A lot of money 50, even 50 delivery. It's like 20 pounds. Hard, if you want Wingstop to your house, it's like 20 pounds. And I don't want to be spending that much money on takeout every single day. So, in order to live the life of luxury yes. that we deserve, yes. we take ourselves down to Iceland and we get those Come hot on. wigs for three pounds seventy-five. And let that. me tell you about those hot wigs. You could it will definitely keep for two days. So go. when you buy one packet, you're actually having wigs for not one day but two, two days. days. And they're great wigs. It's great times. I love me an Iceland wig. I tell you, <laughs> the barbecue ones, the hot and spicy ones. The hot ones, and spicy one for me. The, the salt and pepper salt one and be pepper nice one. too. Yeah. I'm going to take whatever you guys have. 100%. But yeah, you see, make your own soft life. Make your own definitions. Sisters, work hard. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> actually and truly. You don't really give God a girl today. To, yeah, no, but wherever you want to find yourself on that spectrum. Right. Be there and just accept the pros, the cons aside of what from you're signing holiday, up for. Aside from the holiday experiences, I think that's the one thing that you just need to actually say Absolutely not. Just for- Absolutely. We ain't staying in no. At- what? <laughs> we ain't staying in no Let budget me let you know something about me. Absolutely not, never. One thing I am not going to do is a flight that is going to have a million connections, number one. Number two, unless it requires it, okay? Number two, <laughs> I am then. not staying in a hotel that has a patted bed sheet. No. I'm not Anything going to Anything above four stars is the no. Thank you very, or below. Thank right, you right. very much. Because some of you, we need to stop. Think about your comfort and your safety. Your safety. This is it. Your safety. It's Convenience is worth paying for. It is. Just got to put that Holiday out Holiday experiences. That's the only thing. You know what? For Even me. Even clothes sometimes. Yeah. I, Quality over. The, so this is it, right? Soft life doesn't mean that your entire life has to be full of um, expensive goods. It can be you pick and choose certain things exactly. that you're unwilling to compromise quality on. But this is the thing. I think with the internet, sometimes if we are not careful, it can make us think we have to commit to an extreme version of something. Nah. When actually you can just adopt a small part of it into your life. Maybe you're inspired by the toxic hustlers, yeah. you know? The work ethic is fantastic. Maybe you too will add an extra, you know, couple minutes to your work day to get something done and get that promotion. Maybe your one thing is you like designer bags or maybe your one thing is you like artisan coffees. That's yeah. me. I like artisan yeah. coffees. I will spend money on artisan coffees. I maybe think it's a waste of money. Yeah, she absolutely on. thinks it's a waste of money. But I'm sure there's things that you absolutely adore that I'd be oh, like, a thousand percent. I'll spend money on it. It's basically pick your luxury. Yeah. Pick your softness. Pick your softness and pick your toxic. I find it so funny that there are certain things that folks will be like, I will spend money on this. I hear it. You know one thing, sorry. (laughs) So one thing growing up my mum refused to do was eat cheap jam. I hear it, you know. She would buy her jam from Harrods. I hear it. And I used to think, but it's just jam. But it's not though, is it? It's not to her. It wasn't. I hear it. And I was just like, you know what? Everyone should have their thing. Their thing. Everyone should have their well, thing. I mean, condiments. Oh, I'll have a non-name brand condiment. Even mayo. I know. Listen, I know yeah, Hellman's. Hellman's was really the king, of, yeah. the king of the thing. But personally, there are some like non-branded mayonnaises that I've had. Yeah. And they well, hit. not non-branded. I just don't know them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, that were, woo. That hit. For example, peanut butter. I'm not too fast I on peanut butter, it. but the nice quality peanut butter. That's where it's at. Yeah, kiss. I hear it. I hear it. There are certain things that you should just decide what means a lot to you yeah. and what doesn't. Um, and like I said, pick your toxic. If people say you work too hard, they don't know the life you're trying to build. Exactly. Right? If people say you're doing too much, they don't know the life you want to live. And that's okay. They don't know you. Stick beside, stick by your guns. Right. And keep pressing forward. But embrace the different seasons of your life for real. So sisters, we hope that this episode was good for you. I hope that you enjoy these kind of just conversation. Well, obviously all our episodes are conversations. But very like chilled, not too structured. Even though money have to make. Money have to make. Listen, as you go into your new week, set your eyes on one particular thing. Which is that you can afford your expenditure. Hallelujah. That's all. That's all. And that you're building for the life that you want. That's all I'm asking. Just this small, small thing. Just this small thing do for me. That's it. So yeah, sisters, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Please make sure that you follow the sisterhood on absolutely every platform from Instagram, Twitter. Come subscribe to our YouTube. Follow us. It's actually been a while since we told you to rate us five stars. I know. Um, But 2.6 thousand five-star reviews on Spotify. You've been working. (laughs) The devil works. (laughs) 
<laughs> the devil works hard, but let me tell you something. Courtney Daniela Boateng works harder. I am victorious. Yay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so keep it up. Keep it up. That is so funny. Keep it up. I know you're so proud of that. What? <laughs> I saw it the other day. I said, well, the girls are listening to me. Ciao. Five stars, four and a half. In fact, we brought the minimum up. No, don't kill me. Four and a half. And if you can't do the a half what they tell you at school, round it up. So that's five. <laughs> <laughs> So, give us a that five star so review. I wonder if haters will start just giving us ones on you purpose know we now. Have haters, it's fine. You can't do what God has. You can't undo what God has Hallelujah. already done. And that is that five star Look, rating. If there. you're a hater and you give us below four, ah, this one that we just affirmed you that you can afford your expenditure. Ah, I don't want to say the opposite for you. Oh. Please. Oh. Please. In fact, everyone that gives us five stars, you'll be blessed. Amen. You'll be blessed. Amen. I pray prosperity is Prosperity, not us coming like prosperity. Yeah, Preachers. Yeah. Take it. Take you it. You believe it. Give your time. <laughs> and you'll be blessed Drop with Drop that money. five star anyway. Drop the five star rating. Um, we need Somebody it. that drops five star will get 5K. In this hey, week. God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My God. Amen. <laughs> I receive it. Let you me even go. Let me even go. <laughs> Claim it, Jesus. Anyway, we are going to. Yeah, well, our time off. is spent. Our time yeah, is far spent. I have a YouTube video to film. Okay, cool. But yeah, drop that five star review, please. We beg of you. And mm. follow us everywhere. If you want to follow us individually, you can follow my sister in the bright pink at Renee Kapuku on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. And you can follow me at CD Boating on Instagram, LinkedIn, and the YouTubes. Yeah, absolutely. And if you haven't already, if you want to find another way that you can be blessed this week, you should sign up to our mailing list, www.tomysisters.com to it. never miss a weekly glow and grow tip and just a little sprinkle, sprinkle to take you into sprinkle, the sprinkle. week ahead sisters we have adored spending this time with you we pray for a blessed week one that is blessed both in equal measure mm. for your life just in general mm. but also in your pocket may your pocket be blessed Amen. we need it money after big 100 sisters we love you and until the next one keep glowing and growing Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.